Welcome to Warrior, the art of war for life, a podcast for those who want to win. Leadership lessons, motivational mindsets, empowering principles, success strategies, and transformational tactics from Swinza, the master of victory. I'm your guide on the side, David Boyd, award-winning educator, transformational speaker, and certified life coach. It's time to start winning at life. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm so glad you're all here listening. I really am. I say it every week. But I love knowing that you're out there and that this podcast is making a difference. And I'd love to know more about you, your struggles, your battles, your big deals, your grand endeavors, what's helping, and what you need more of. So don't be a stranger. Feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram at Art of War for Life or send me an email at Art of War for Life at gmail.com. There are so many exciting things coming your way for the podcast. I can't wait. Last week I mentioned that I've partnered with Amazon to release the first ever Art of War for Life publication, Planning to Win, a guided journal from where you are to where you want to be in life. I've been working so hard putting the final touches on this for you all. It contains 52 inspiring character etymologies and empowering principles, along with awesome affirmations, motivational mindsets, and self-discovery prompts from the first chapter of Swinza's Art of War. I've tried to pour the key questions and insights from my years of working with the language of this text to give you everything you need to make your journey from where you are to where you want to be in any area of your life and to enjoy the ride. Look for an early release on Cyber Monday. Last week we discussed Swinza's four strategic insights for winning innovation. They are, number one, the interplay of best practices and innovation creates victory. Number two, see it, hear it, taste it. Swinza's three sources of innovative inspiration. Number three, recombine, reconfigure, Recreate. Three approaches to successful innovation. And number four. Domination or self-empowerment is nothing more than vision, innovation, and execution. Or VI. So if you missed it, go back and check it out. If you're a visual learner like me, check out the blog version of this podcast at www.artofwarforlife.com which includes all the Chinese characters I discuss along with additional images. Don't forget to join the Art of War for Life Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at Art of War for Life. For any questions, comments, or to work with me, shoot me an email at artofwarforlife at gmail.com. Oh, and as a reminder, the views expressed in this podcast are my own and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the United States Air Force Academy, the Air Force, the Department of Defense, or the U.S. government. Thank you. Thank you very much. This week, we're going to discuss six empowering principles to start dominating in your life. So let's go. In chapter 5.3 of Swinza's Art of War, we read, Dominating power is the urgent onrush of accumulated floodwaters that can even carry stones along with it. Control is the strike of a bird of prey that can even destroy and snap bones. As such, the dominating power of those who excel at warfare is narrowly concentrated. Their control is precise in critical moments. 
their power is as a taut crossbow, cocked and loaded. Their control is as a trigger release. From this passage, I've extracted six empowering principles to start dominating in your life. They are, number one, invest in yourself. Number two, embrace a sense of urgency. Number three, narrowly focused and concentrated effort. Number four, attack the problem or goal until you break through or break out. Number five, precision control in critical moments. And number six, take aim and pull the trigger. The first of Swinza's six empowering principles for dominating in your life is to invest in yourself. The Chinese character Swinza uses here is Ji, which means to amass, build up, or accumulate for a surge. The character is comprised of three dots of water on the left and the word for shine on the right, which can be further broken down into the white light of a full moon above direction which is depicted by a carrying pole, beside the familiar element of a hand working with a tool. Taken together, these elements create a rich imagery and tell us something about the value of investing in ourselves so that we can shine and surge forward in life. The white light of the full moon allows us to see and navigate in the darkest night. Before electricity and lights, this was so critical because a few days a month, it allowed for increased activity and travel. A few years ago, I led a scout troop on a snowshoeing expedition. We left on a Friday afternoon, and after getting stuck a couple of times and having to dig out of the snow, we hit the trailhead after dark. It was okay, we all had headlamps, so we loaded on our packs, strapped on our snowshoes, and set out for the cabin that we were hiking to. After about an hour of snowshoeing, this beautiful full moon with white light emerged over the mountains shining down on the glistening snow all around us. It was so bright that we didn't even need our headlamps anymore and we made the rest of the trek by moonlight. It was surreal and inspiring to be able to move through that beautiful landscape in the winter. This is why we need a goal, a big deal, a grand endeavor, shining and lighting our way forward. So if you're not clear on what your big deal is or your grand endeavor, Go back to the very beginning of this podcast. Go back to episode one. What's your big deal? What are you fighting for? And get really clear. Because once we have that, it shines like a full moon, even in the darkest of nights, guiding our path and lighting our way forward. The next element is direction, as depicted by a carrying pole. Before the invention of the backpacks we used on our snowshoeing trip, Carrying poles were commonly used to increase our capacity as human beings to carry things. These can still be seen in use in villages throughout Africa, South America, and Asia today. The idea of investing in ourselves also takes us back to episode 35, five strategies for creating a massive breakthrough, where I discussed amassing, accumulating, and building up resources, particularly investing in ourselves. Multi-bajillionaire Warren Buffett said, the best investment you can make is in yourself. The more you learn, the more you earn. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. If you've got talents, no one can take them away from you. So how do we invest in ourselves? The same way we invest in anything else, through time, energy, and money. 
When was the last time you spent any time with yourself? Just getting to know yourself, as I discussed in episode 27. Know thyself and understand others. The secret to becoming unbreakable. When was the last time you spent any time with yourself? Just getting to know what you like, what you dislike, what's important to you and what's not. What motivates you and what drains you? When was the last time you did any work on yourself? Like if you own a car, you know that you've got to maintain it. You've got to keep gas in the tank, maybe take it to a car wash every once in a while, and you got to get the oil changed. You've got to do the regular routine maintenance to keep it performing in peak condition. We're not actually any different. We need regular fuel, and every once in a while we've got to take a shower. But we also need to change the oil. We need to just do some work and maintain. Take a good look at what's working and what's not, and maybe do some minor repairs and some preventative maintenance. Otherwise, it's going to be really hard to make our journey through life without breakdowns. So do the maintenance. Do some work on yourself. You're worth it. When was the last time you learned something new? A new skill or a new ability or even just a new insight or a piece of information that you found helpful, inspiring, or empowering? When was the last time you met somebody new? Somebody that you were able to learn from because everybody has that wisdom that we talked about and the ability to learn from what other people know and apply it into our lives is wisdom. As I discussed in episode four, level up your life, five attributes of effective leaders. When was the last time you tried something new out? Got outside of your comfort zone, stretched, pushed yourself. So in thinking about how we can invest in ourselves, where we pour our time, energy, and money into, it comes down to a couple of things for me. The first is self-care. And the second is education or skills development. Self-care is about maintenance. And I'm going to be honest that it is something that I have struggled with throughout my life. I always feel like there's something better than I could do for someone else rather than take care of myself. And at times, I've even felt guilty. Like I felt guilty about shaving or taking a shower or even going to the gym because I felt like I had so many things to do, so many demands on my time, and that there were so many people out there that I needed to be serving. If we don't take care of ourselves, we can't serve anybody else. We can't give what we don't have. And if we're broke down on the side of the road, we're not helping anybody. So practice some self-care. Simple things every day. It's okay to pamper yourself a little bit, to take good care of yourself. By doing so, we empower ourselves and increase our ability to serve others. Education and skill development is about increasing our capacity and our capabilities, our features and functions, what we can do and do better. Whether this is formal education or informal education, there are so many things out there. There are websites full of educational and empowering and inspiring material. All of this links back to enhancing our efficiency and improving, which I talked about in episode two. Look in the mirror, you are in charge. As best-selling author and celebrated leadership expert Robin Sharma teaches, investing in yourself is the best investment you will ever make. 
It will not only improve your life, it will improve the lives of all those around you. So level up your life, like I discussed in episode four and again in episode 23. When we invest in ourselves, we increase our capacity to move in the direction of our full moon, our shining star, our grand endeavor, our big deal, that beacon on the horizon, and to work with the tools we have to build the life we want to create. That is the first of Swinza's six empowering principles for dominating in your life. Number two, a sense of urgency. The second of Swinza's six empowering principles to start dominating in your life is to embrace a sense of urgency. As we start amassing and building up, investing in ourselves for a surge, we need to have a sense of urgency. The character Swinza uses here is G, which means an acute illness or injury, and thus urgent. The earliest version of the character depicts an arrow sticking into the side of a standing person, which also refers to individual greatness. Later, the great or standing person was replaced with the injury, illness, or disease radical, which was originally a depiction of a bed, indicating that the afflicted person's condition was so serious that they had become bedridden. Why do we need a sense of urgency in our lives? Because the real problem for far too many of us is the disease of apathy or complacency. We've settled and allowed ourselves to be lulled into a false sense of security. We've buried our heads in the sand, oblivious to our actual obstacles and problems. And therefore we cannot see the opportunities and possibilities that are on the other side of them. We're literally on our deathbed with an arrow sticking in us and we're not doing anything about it. This should be a desperate, urgent triage moment. Or we're just hanging out like, oh that, that's just a flesh wound. I've had worse. This takes us back to the procrastination problem that I discussed in episode six. Swinza's six traps of self-deception and how to avoid them. I'm a master at doing this. When an issue or problem that really needs to be solved comes up in my life, I tend to take massive action right away. But then as I create some distance and some separation, I get distracted, turn my attention to other things, move on and forget about it until a few weeks, months, or even years later, it comes up again because I didn't deal with it fully. I didn't resolve the problem. I didn't remove the arrow stuck in my side. Nell Scovell has observed, if necessity is the mother of invention, urgency is the uncle of change. Without it, progress slows and then stops and then reverses. This is exactly what I've done over and over again in so many issues in my life. H. Jackson Brown Jr. has said, you must take action now that will move you towards your goals. Develop a sense of urgency in your life. And Leonardo da Vinci is attributed to have said, I've been impressed with the urgency of doing. Knowing is not enough. We must apply. Being willing is not enough. We must do. This is why wisdom is the application of knowledge. This also links back to our why, because as I mentioned in episode three, Swinza's five strategic success factors, our why is our way forward. If we have a clear objective, shining like that full moon in the sky, guiding us through the darkness, and if our why is strong enough to brave the dangers, to face the fears, and to step on that path of struggle, then we're gonna be able to make changes. 
we will have that sense of urgency. It's something that I'm still working on. Swinson notes that it's the urgency of a flash flood, the controlled and directed surge that removes obstacles in our path and leads to breakthroughs. That's how we get movement in our lives. I think I mentioned in an earlier podcast that when I was a teenager, I went on a trek through Zion's Narrows. It was amazing. The water has carved out a channel and left behind steep canyon walls rising up on either side. It was amazing and surreal and at times a little claustrophobic. The first principle of safety they taught us was, in the event of a flash flood, we have got to get to higher ground in a hurry. There's no waiting around or taking our time or seeing how things shake out. This takes us back to a principle I discussed in episode 10, Swinza's five full send commitment tactics for when we hit the wall, which is don't delay. Avoid the atrophy of indecision and take decisive action now. By doing so, we can avoid the procrastination problem I mentioned above. That is the second of Swinza's six empowering principles to start dominating in our lives from this E-cubed empowerment equation. Taken together, the first two principles empower us to invest in ourselves with a sense of urgency. Not panic, but urgency. Now is our time to act. There is no better time than the present. And we are not guaranteed any future tomorrows. This is the only moment available to us to make changes. Number three, narrowly focused and concentrated effort. The third of Swinza's six empowering principles to start dominating in your life is narrowly focused and concentrated effort. The Chinese character that Swinza uses here is Xian, which refers to a narrow pass or a strategic bottleneck or choke point. The character is comprised of three steep karst walls, iconic to the South China landscape, turned sideways next to the word Qian, which means all together. These elements referred to being crammed, packed, or concentrated together in a narrow area. This returns us to the imagery of the narrow slot canyon I discussed in episode 35, five strategies for creating a massive breakthrough. In a military engagement, it is that narrow bottleneck or natural choke point that forces and funnels an enemy to a specific location that we want to take advantage of. Just as the steep canyon walls direct, focus, and concentrate the flow of water, creating a flash flood, so too do we want to be narrowly focused and concentrate all of our time, energy, and resources into one singular goal. We don't want to be dividing our attention and spreading our resources about too thin, or we won't make as much progress as quickly. And that can lead us to trying to do too much or feeling like we need to do everything everywhere all at once, like I discussed in episode 36. Swinza's octagonal approach to overcoming overwhelm. And the result of that is feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, disheartened, and giving up. As American entrepreneur and best-selling author Gary W. Keller, founder of Keller Williams, the largest real estate company in the world, observed, extraordinary results are directly determined by how narrow you can make your focus. So narrow your focus and channel all your energy into your goals and good things will start happening. That is the third of Swinza's six empowering principles to start dominating your life. Number four, attack the problem or goal until you break through or break out. The fourth of Swinza's six empowering principles to start dominating in your life is to attack the problem or goal until you break through or break out. The Chinese character that Swinza uses here is Ji, 
which means to strike, to hit, or to attack. The character is comprised of a hand beneath a chariot axle on the left, and another hand wielding a weapon like a pick on the right. In ancient China, chariot warfare was the norm, and the axles were barbed weapons unto themselves, slicing up, knocking down, and running over enemy infantry, while the charioteer fought with various weapons. This is a very powerful and energetic image of combat, with horses galloping and wheels spinning and weapons clashing. This is the energy that Swinza wants us to get in touch with as we set about attacking our problems and chasing after our dreams. We focus, we concentrate all our firepower, all our will, all our might, all our heart, all our soul, and we pour it into our goal and we keep on fighting. It doesn't matter how many times we stumble and fall. It doesn't matter how many times we hit the wall. It doesn't matter if all we can do is get to our knees and crawl. We keep at it. That is the fourth of Swinza's six empowering principles to start dominating in our lives. Number five, precision control in critical moments. The fifth of Swinza's six empowering principles to start dominating in your life is precision control in critical moments. The Chinese term that Sunzi uses here is jie, which refers to a segment or node of bamboo, and by extension means compartmentalized, segmented, reserved, restrained, constrained, and controlled. The characters comprised of the bamboo radical above the word for immediately or immediacy, which can be further broken down into a bowl of food next to a person kneeling. Before refrigeration and modern preservation, food didn't have the same sort of shelf life, and there was a much greater sense of immediacy, especially when people didn't know when they would be able to eat again or where their next meal might be coming from. At the same time, self-restraint and control were necessary. Taken together, these elements convey the sense of precise control and waiting for the opportune moment to unleash our strikes. That precision control does not need to be constant. Only in the critical moments. We don't have to be on all the time. But when it is go time, we need to make sure that we're dialed in. The term Swinza uses here is Duan, which means short-term or temporary. Like G, the sense of urgency we discussed above, the character is comprised of an arrow, or in this case, a crossbow bolt, next to a small vessel. A crossbow bolt is a short arrow or a quick hitting weapon and a small vessel can only hold a limited amount. We have a brief window of opportunity to take our shot and the results of that success could be short-lived in the beginning. We'll need to continue and keep at it in order to provide, in order to thrive. The imagery of focused or concentrated power then is that of a taut bow. Just as the structure of a slot canyon concentrates the power of flowing water into a flash flood, so too does the structure of the crossbow harness the strength of the entire length of the bow and bowstring and concentrates it into a narrowly focused point, the trigger, which can launch the bolt, creating tremendous force and power in an instant. In this regard, the crossbow itself is a transformational weapon, a tactical advantage that shifts the balance of power on the battlefield, as I discussed in episode five. Four keys to tip the scales of life and shift the balance of power in our favor. We'll come back to that in a little bit. The next exemplary image that Swinza employs here 
is that of a bird of prey, a falcon, hawk, or eagle. A raptor. Swinza notes that a single strike from bird of prey can break bones, and yet it is not their power he focuses on, but their control. The speed and concentrated power that they unleash against their prey is harnessed by their precision and control at the critical moment of attack. Next week, I have the great pleasure of bringing on two of my Chinese students who are both members of the Yusafa Falconry Club and the Air Force Academy mascot, the Jeer Falcon Nova. They will do a far better job of articulating this, having worked with these majestic animals for years. So tune in next week. In the meantime, I will just say, knock out your goals with the precise control of a bird of prey. That is the fifth of Swinza's empowering principles to start dominating in your life. Number six, take aim and pull the trigger. The sixth and final of Swinza's empowering principles to start dominating in your life is to take aim and pull the trigger. The image that Swinza uses here is that of a cocked and loaded crossbow, which harnesses the power of the fully extended bow and the bowstring and channels it all held in place by the trigger. Precise control then is also embodied in the crossbow as the trigger mechanism. The trigger controls and holds in check all of the power of the crossbow until it is time to unleash it on a target. Nevertheless, all that power and control is pointless if we don't take our shot. As I discussed in episode 22, take back your life, six tactics to pick your battles and start winning. As late night comedian and commentator David Letterman has quipped, next in importance to having a good aim is to recognize when to pull the trigger. The character that Swinza uses here is Fa, which means to shoot, to launch, or to send. The character is comprised of the radical for two feet moving forward above a bow on the left and the hand wielding a weapon on the right, which is the same element that I discussed from the word attack or strike in principle four. Taken together, these elements convey the sense of firing on our target repeatedly while continually moving forward in pursuit of our objective. So take aim and fire at will. If we miss, we adjust our aim and we fire another volley and we keep shooting until we hit our target. And if it's still standing, we hit it again. We keep on hitting it and we hit it from different angles and different perspectives until we get the breakthrough that we want and the breakout and we break out of the rut that we're in. How do we do it? How do we take aim and pull the trigger? It's really quite simple, but far too often we get in our own ways. Fitness expert Jillian Michaels has said, most people sabotage themselves because they aren't mindful in the moment. Let your daily actions be governed by your goals and dreams. Whenever you're making an important decision, first ask if it gets you closer to your goals or farther away. If the answer is closer, pull the trigger. If it's farther away, make a different choice. Conscious choice making is a critical step in making your dreams a reality. That's how we take aim and pull the trigger. And if the problem is within us, if the obstacle is inside, we go back to what I introduced in episode 13, three secret strategies for overcoming our inner enemies. We identify who or what the real enemy is or what the obstacle is, and then we face it. We face our fears, we wear down our inner resistance, we raise the bar on our beliefs, and when we stumble and fall, we rise up, we dust ourselves off, and we hit it again. 
We don't quit. We don't give up. We don't give in. We don't sell out or settle for less than. We keep fighting. We keep pulling the trigger and reloading and launching again. We hold nothing back. We leave it all out there on the battlefield of life, like I discussed in episode 29. Swins so the six strategies for self-preservation and total victory in life. In conclusion, today we've discussed Swins' six empowering principles to start dominating in your life. They are, number one, invest in yourself. Number two, embrace a sense of urgency. Number three, narrowly focused and concentrated effort. Number four, attack the problem or goal until you break through or break out. Number five, precision control in critical moments. And number six, take aim and pull the trigger. The first principle to start dominating in our lives is to invest in ourselves. It all starts there. Far too often we look for something outside of ourselves to solve our problems, when what we really need to do is invest in ourselves. Remember, the power to win resides within. The more we invest in ourselves, the more empowered we become with tools, skills, and insights that no one can take away from us. So take care of yourself. Invest in yourself. Spend time with yourself. Know thyself and level up your life. Every skill we learn, every attribute we develop, every insight we glean, every obstacle we overcome empowers us with greater capabilities and capacity to dominate in our lives. If you're anything like me, I know that there are so many competing priorities and responsibilities in so many of your lives, and you may feel pulled in so many different directions that it's difficult to spend time on yourselves. But I'm here to tell you, that you are worth every hour that you invest in yourself and every hour invested will yield infinite dividends in your life and will bring immeasurable benefits into the lives of those you will benefit from everything you become. A critical component of the empowering ourselves then is developing and embracing a sense of urgency. Urgency is not panic. It's not running around like a chicken with our heads cut off, crying, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. And it's not desperation. Rather, it is the choice to act immediately, to do what is needed. And what is needed is investing in and empowering yourself instead of settling for less than in our lives. And taking the L, it is taking the initiative to solve problems instead of burying our heads in the sand. Then it's time to energize our efforts, narrowly focus our attention and concentrate all our extra effort, energy, time, and resources on our goal. Then, like a flash flood, we surge forward, removing any and all obstacles in our way until we have our breakthrough, our breakout moment. We attack our problems and goals like a bird of prey, swooping down out of the high heavens with speed, power, and precision control to catch their prey. Lastly, we take aim, we lock and load like a crossbow, and we work, watch, and wait for the opportune moment to take our shot. Then we pull the trigger, we send it out there, we put ourselves out there, we get out there and engage. We send it out there into the world, full send, and we keep trying, we keep sending, we keep firing until we hit our target. That is how we begin 
to dominate in our lives. We empower ourselves, we energize our efforts, we get fired up, and we execute for as long as it takes until we win. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you found this podcast impactful, please like and subscribe and join us for new episodes every Warrior Wednesday. For more information, tools, and resources to help you in your daily battles, for questions or to work with me, shoot me an email at artofwarforlife at gmail.com. Most importantly, always remember the power to win resides within. There is always a way.